Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. Preparation. The nitty-gritty, behind-the-scenes work that your listeners will take for granted. It's certainly not glamorous, but the more you prepare, the cleaner your show will be. The cleaner your show, the less editing you'll have to do. The less editing you have to do, the more fun your show will be. The more fun your show is, the more your listeners will come back for more and share it with other people. And that's exactly what we want. So let's figure out how to get there. Podcast Better is for you, a podcaster, or soon-to-be podcaster, who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster, back to another episode of Podcast Better. Today, we're talking about preparation and specifically how to prepare for a solo podcast show. Now, I know a lot of you don't do solo shows. A lot of you have guests on a lot, and I'll be talking a little bit more about that in the next episode. But today, I want to focus on the solo show. A little bit of preparation can go a long way. A script might keep you from stumbling over your words. An outline can keep you from wandering away on too many tangents. Whichever method you use, it will give you a little bit of extra confidence and a lot less reason to use filler words. Every little bit of preparation is going to make your show better. So today I'm going to share with you some of the things that I do to prepare for my shows. For a show like this that I'm doing solo, the first thing I'm going to do is pick a topic. I have a full list of topics that I want to talk about. This is a list that I started way before I even recorded episode one. I've talked about this before, but I always suggest when you're trying to figure out what topic you want to talk about, create a list of 50 possible episode titles. This is going to not only help you vet the idea but it's going to give you content for your first six months, 12 months, depending how often you put out episodes, it's going to give you content for a long time. And then what happens over time is you add to that list. I have more than 50 episodes out, but I still haven't gotten through all the ideas on my original list of 50 topics because over the course of the past six months, I've been adding more and more to that list as I come up with new ideas or as people ask me questions about podcasting, I keep adding those as 
new ideas or when I have a guest on the show. Sometimes that wasn't always an idea off the list. It was someone I was talking to and it's like, hey, would you mind coming on the show to talk about that? So the first thing you need to do is pick a topic. Once you've chosen a topic for a particular episode, then you start researching that topic. Now for a lot of my shows, I don't necessarily need to do a lot of in-depth research because these are either my opinions or just topics I've talked about at length before with other people, and so I know what I want to say. However, regardless of how much I research, I always take the next step, and that is to create an outline. As I mentioned in the intro, an outline is just a nice way to keep you on track. Not only make sure you hit all the points that you want to talk about, but it's going to keep you from going off on too many tangents. Now, I know some people like to script out their entire show, and there's nothing wrong with that. And depending on what type of podcast you have, I might even recommend it. People who do storytelling on their shows or people who are sharing any kind of narrative, in those cases, it probably makes more sense to have everything scripted out ahead of time. You're not ad-libbing that. You're not giving your opinions on things. So then it makes more sense to have a script. Now, although I use an outline for the bulk of my show, there are parts of it that I script. Whether or not you realize that my introductions are typically scripted. Not all of them, but most of them. It doesn't need to be anything fancy. It doesn't need to be anything too formal. In fact, I would encourage you to write as you would speak. And sometimes that's the best way to script things out is to actually just speak it. Record yourself in a voice app or just record yourself as you would for the show. Figure out what you want to say and then go back and do it again. Whatever works for you. Figure out what works for you and do that. But the important part is you want it to sound natural. So you don't want it to sound scripted in most cases. My buddy Brent, who you've heard on the show a few times, has always given me this advice. It's okay to script your show, but then you don't just read the script, you perform the script. Think about it. When you go to see a play or when you're watching a movie, those things are scripted. But do they feel scripted? No. They're actors and actresses up there performing the script. It doesn't sound like they're just up there reading lines. That's not what you want to do. You want people to think it's coming off naturally. So that's why I encourage you to write as you would speak. Don't write a dissertation. Don't write a high school English paper. That's not how people talk naturally. You want to inject as much of you into the speech as possible. So even if it is scripted, even if it is you're reading it, you want it to sound like you. So not only when you write things down, write it like you talk, but also perform it. Give it some inflection. Add a little extra pause here change the speed at which you talk. Sometimes it's going to be a little bit faster when you're a little more excited or you just want to get something out there. But then from time to time, you'll slow things down. Maybe you'll repeat yourself when you want to make a point. But ultimately, my point here is that it's okay to script things. And it's okay, even if you're using an outline for the bulk of your show, to script other parts of it, your intro, your outro, things that you can plan ahead for. And then finally, the last thing that I would recommend is to have any references handy. So for me, this is things like different websites that I might mention, or if I'm talking about a previous episode, 
I want to make sure I have that episode number handy. And sometimes I don't even realize that I am going to reference a previous episode. So I just have a list of all my episodes available. And if I talk about a previous episode, I'll just pause in my recording, go find that episode number, and then continue on with the recording. Because as I mentioned back in episode three, when I talk about getting rid of filler words and leaving silences in your recordings, this is another instance where it would be okay to leave that silence in the recording because silence is so easy to remove. So if you need to go look up a website or if you need to go look up an episode number or if you need to go look up the name of a company or any other celebrity or something that you're talking about, you can do that without having to completely destroy your recording. Just mute your microphone, go look up what you need to look up, come back, unmute the microphone, start speaking again, and you can remove the silence afterwards. But for things that you know you're going to be referencing in the episode, make sure to have them prepared. If you know you're going to be referencing a previous episode, make sure to have that episode number prepared. And I guess the final, final thing I should mention is all of this stuff I like to keep organized. So I use Google Docs. For each and every episode I create, I have a separate Google Doc just for that episode. And it's going to have all of this information in there. It's going to have my scripted intro. It's going to have my outline. It's going to have all the references I use because the references are also going to help me create my show notes later. If I reference a website, I'm going to put it in the show notes. If I reference a previous episode, I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes. And so when I get around to creating the show notes, I have all of that stuff ready to go. But that's all there is to it. I found in the beginning when I didn't always script things out and when I didn't create a proper outline, it would take me almost twice as long to sit down and record episodes because I wasn't prepared. Nowadays, I am always prepared. I always create these outlines. I always script my intro because I went from 30 to 60 minutes sitting down to record down to 20 to 40 minutes. Depending how long my episode actually is, my recording time has dropped significantly because of the preparation that I do. So to recap, pick your topic, do your research for your topic. While you're researching, you can start to create that outline of what you want to talk about. Once you have your outline of the main content done, you can write your intro, your outro, whatever else you want to script, and then make sure to have whatever references you might need handy. That's all there is to it. That's all that I do. Is there more preparation you could do? Of course, there's always going to be more preparation you could do. But I find that is sufficient to put out a quality show. It's always going to be a little bit easier when you're doing a solo show to get away with less preparation. But that's why I'm creating a separate episode to talk about preparing for an episode with a guest. And that's going to be next episode. We'll, we'll, we'll cover that in a little more detail. There are going to be some of the similar aspects to the preparation, but there will be a few extra things that I definitely recommend you include. So we'll talk about it when we get there, but that's it for today. I've made it through my outline. Now it's time for you to go and create yours. We'll talk soon. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. 
Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions, but head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.